we go. We had a little bit of a delay because Captain <laughs> Evil had a price tag on her shirt. And Rick kept saying, your tag is hanging out. If you stand up, we're going to see it. And I'm like going in the back of my um, shirt. He meant the actual price tag was still on my yes. shirt. Yes. So this is a very um, special episode because it's basically the Thanksgiving episode. And we have some... Or, or I feel like the delayed Veterans Day episode. I'm excited. Also, yeah. It's all mixed in together. Yes. Um, and I know you guys see two... Because um, we are thankful for our veterans. We're always, See how we I are, did that? We, you did good. I did good. And finally got you on board to care about other people other than yourself. Oh, shut your mouth. Um, so, oh, no. So it, it turns out, um, well, okay, there's so much to talk about. <laughs> so much to talk about. There are two extra microphones. We have um, four very special guests um, for this episode. Yes. But first of all, we're thankful for our friends at Aztec Chevrolet. We are very thankful. Make for sure them. you're looking for a car right now because the kids are off. You're off for the holidays. Please give Aztec Chevrolet a chance. Please. Aztec Chevrolet. We love you guys. Thank you so much. And also our friends at Old Salt Coffee for not only making a huge donation yes. to our veterans, but also tasting like freedom. <laughs> Old Salt Coffee, guys, we're doing great. Continue to buy Old Salt Coffee Trevino 10. That's T-R-E-V-I-N-O with the number 10. I don't even know where to begin. Yeah, because, thank you for tuning in. Happy Friday. Yes, and and, and by the way, um, it, it, it looks like we are going to deliver 200 pies. And it looks like Renee... Is, is probably going to oh, win. Oh, look at you being a big old puppy dog trying you're, to earn those last couple of pies. And it's my fault. Don't let him fool you. It's my Do fault. Do not let him fool you. And I know it's my fault. Why? Because last episode I was a grump and I was mm. I was mean to you. You were mean then, to me. And then everybody was like, no, no, no. First you were mean to me and then I was winning. Oh, I was and not then, mean to yes, you. Yes, no, in the past. And then I was winning and then they were like, oh man, Steve deserves to pie Renee in the face. And then I was shitty to you last episode and your pie <laughs> count just went way up. So it is definitely. So don't try and be fake nice today. Like I know, I'm gonna tell you. It doesn't matter, nice. it's over, it's happening. We only have a few more days and, and we filmed this on Tuesday. We have like three more days and, and you are beating me by almost 15 pies, but. When does it end? It ends Friday. Oh, I this thought it was Sunday. Or okay. Sunday, yeah, it ends this so Sunday. So see, this episode will air, and this big old puppy dog act, they're going to buy <laughs> no. it, and you're going to win. Um, no, but we, I'm just, I'm, I'm really proud of us, and I'm really happy that that we were able to, uh, and, and I, I really got to thank Oops, sorry. Um, um, Sonia Torres, and her husband, who is a big shot at Camp Pendleton, yes. big shot Marine. She's awesome. If, if it wasn't for the Torres family... Sonia and reaching year. out. And by the way, her and her group do so much out there in San Diego yeah. um, for veterans. So Sonia and Al, we love you guys. You're such, such good people. And we're really thankful to have you in our lives. And yes. we're really proud. Um, but it, it was, it, you know, we moved into the new house, as you guys know. And you start to get to know your neighbors. Yes, naturally. And it, it's just, I, I truly believe that things happen for a reason. Yeah. I think there's a higher power. I think that that we are given people in our lives for a reason. Um, I'm out in the yard, which ended up winning yard of the month. 
I'm out in the yard and we meet Amy first. Uh-huh. Amy comes walking by and she, she probably wanted to talk to me because I was out there. My calves were showing. I, I was looking good. Um, but Amy comes by and, and we just start to chat and we start to realize that we have so much in, in common. You know, yeah. our, we both have um, love for our veterans. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out that they are brilliant musicians and wonderful people. And we find out that they teach music lessons. So all of a sudden, we're We've like, been looking for a piano teacher for Garrett, but yeah. with Delilah being so little, it's hard to drive him to a lesson. Uh, and I couldn't find someone to come to the right. house. And it's hard because we do kind of live out in the country. And we it's are we already leave for uh, extreme martial arts. We already leave for soccer. Yeah. You know, so it's hard So to, to find out that... And, and they're just wonderful people. Yeah. So... We're gonna tie it all in. We'd like to introduce you to our neighbors. Yes. Amy and Charlie, come on in, guys. I was gonna say, I was gonna try and reach the door for you. Um, hey, neighbors. I, I, hello. This is Amy, of course, and this is Charlie, and Amy is looking all military official. <laughs> I know, this is the first time I've ever actually seen you in your uniform. Well, it's so not like I do the yard in, in it. It's like, like, no, <laughs> it, 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 it is a little intimidating. <laughs> it's kind of intimidating. Uh, uh, Charlie, how do you feel at the house? Uh, you she, know, I mean, she doesn't wear it around the house, so that's probably good, you know. <laughs> but she walked in and I'm like, oh, uh, yes, ma'am. And you're so tall like, <laughs> and such a presence. Well, uh, thank you, thank I you. Like, I, yes, try, I try, Absolutely. I try. I usually, I wake up every morning, I'm like, morning, Captain. So does Steve, good morning, Captain. Good morning, Captain. Yeah, but this shit's official. This shit is official. You are not officially ranked. Um, but but it's it's you know we had poker over. Then Charlie, you came over yeah. and hung out, and, and you know we were starting to become uh, neighborly and good friends, and, and it's just really exciting. But it, it really tripped me out. Uh, well, first of all, you know, tell us about your kids too, because your kids serve as well, right? We do. Um, our oldest is at the Merchant Marine Academy, and most people have never heard of Merchant Marine Academy. Renee actually had because she's she went to school in New York. But um, but no, he's at Merchant Marine Academy. He is a junior football player. He's like six six. You guys haven't met him yet, but he's coming home on Sunday. Sunday, yeah. We pick him up yeah. Sunday from the airport. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. So, yeah. Well, and, and people don't quite realize that you know, yes, when somebody signs up to be uh, in the military, that you know they're their parents are sacrificing, their grandparents are sacrificing, their uh, cousins and family, they're all sacrificing because they're gone and they belong to the government. And it's such a huge... But um, I'll tell you this, we went to the Coast Guard game. They just played their big rival, Coast Guard, on Saturday. We flew up for the day. It was crazy, but we came back and, you know, they. but before the game starts, they march the entire regiments, both Merchant Marine Academy and Coast Guard Academy out on the field. And I tell you what, those are just some of the sharpest young men and women. I mean, I'm just so proud of them and just that the, the, that they get it at that age to, to sign up and serve their country. And, and yeah, I, you know, I mean, look, I've just, all, I have always said, you know, I, I have a wonderful dad and uh, I credit that to him being in the military. Yeah. I, I think uh, the disciplines that he learned and the, you know, um, you know, all the yes sirs and no sirs and yes ma'ams and no ma'ams and all the things that the military teach. And, and I think that the military is a great place, you know, because you always hear about, you know, these these places that are, um, I'm trying to think of the good word, because ghetto is a horrible word, but, but, you know, these places that are hard to get out of, 
I always feel like, man, if they, it, it, the, the military is such a great option. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, I think too, like the the group that we get to work with, you know, it's like they're 18, they're 19, they've never been away from home, it's their very first time leaving, and all of a sudden they're like, freaking out because so they're So we serve basic. at Lackland Air yeah. Force Base. Yeah, is... so our, our nonprofit Sparrow songs, we do, um, we've impacted over 300,000, you know, basic airmen um, as they go through basic training, uh, their families come, 50,000 plus, you know, I mean, we've been doing about eight years. Um, and awesome. it's crazy to see how many people we get to, and it's turned into much more than that. I mean, we've gotten to um, do like barbecues for them every quarter. We do these, like, you know, we do concerts. We do all kinds of stuff. We're like, hey, let's do... Do a shameless yeah. promotion here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's awesome. Then, what is so, it? It's that's, live from Gateway Chapel. So that is, that is with basic training. That is like, there's nothing like this ever. This is a full concert recorded at basic training with basic trainees. Yeah. And you hear them cheer and you hear them. They do all these crazy, like, wow. whoop, all these yeah. things. Like so, at Lackland Air Force Base, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it was incredible. So, you know, I'm, I'm the one, and, and I'm not, you know, saying that Renee is not a charitable person, but I am the one in our relationship that really brought Renee into what are we, what are we gonna make our thing? And my thing was veterans, and now Renee has become so involved. Who was it in you guys' relationship that was more of the, hey, let's let's take this and run with it? <laughs> Probably Amy. I mean, I think the I mean, the I dream the dream started. Uh, you know, I mean, we actually we met doing this. You know, she was doing this for eight years. We met. You know, six years ago um, or so. Like, and I. That's, okay, who made the moves? We both resisted. I really? think too when you get a man with a guitar, like I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a little hot just saying. Uh, us guys always like when you're college age, we always hated that guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah, sure. We're over there talking to the girls and some dude's like, You wanna hear a song? Hey, like, I mean Fuck I that guy. <laughs> so Charlie actually was a trumpet player and then yeah. about like high school like shipped it out because he was like Trumpet players don't get the girls. You know? Nope. <laughs> like you just you're the band nerd versus like you're singing the song and all of a sudden it's like, oh wait, like Who's that guy over there? Like, <laughs> so, so, who made the moves? Because you said you both resisted. Yeah, we both resisted, and then I don't. I mean, I don't know. It just. I think we of, both knew. We. Both I think knew. we both knew and fought it a little yeah. while. But there's something about making music with a person. I mean, when you're up yeah, there, that connection. You know, yep. yeah, there's yeah. something real special. And I don't do that in uniform. I'm, that's a civilian, like a. So I'm reserves. That's that's this, and then I'm civilian out there. Well, you know, so. you know, Renee and I, you know, we are a working together couple, and there's times where, man, we just do not agree, and we're button heads. I mean, in y'all's relationship, you know. Well, if I, the music doesn't sound good, then you know someone's <laughs> wrong, right? Like, no, but usually it probably comes out better because there's a little bit a little of tension. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We've definitely had those moments. Yeah. But, but do you got you know Renee and I always talk about like. You know, hey, let we, we take turns running our departments. Mm -hmm. You guys do that at all, or, or not know. that we take turns, but we know what he's better suited for and what I'm better suited for. If I take on a project, then Renee kind of lets me lead that project. If Renee kinda takes on, yeah. Me lead. <laughs> yeah. If, if Renee That's takes on the project, yeah. If Renee takes on a project, then I just let her lead. Is that, is that how you guys work together? Or? So I, I would say we probably do most of it together. I mean, I, we both know our strengths and weaknesses, and you no, know. but I, I, I mean, I'm, I agree. I think that. I tend to be kind of the more like the planning, the more like organizational side of things. Actually, I'm a nerd. I enjoy that. Like, um, 
like he's he, musically he's definitely like more of the rhythm guy he's also a drummer so like if we're on stage with a band and something needs to be ironed out like I'm not the girl like to do that like I mean he's gonna be able to speak that language and all that but like vocals though I can help out with a you know vocalist or something if they're having trouble so absolutely I think we know yeah. our lanes and, but are there big um, blowouts or, or uh, you know in the beginning for us there was now we're kind of in a groove where we've kind of chilled out on each other yeah. when it comes to working I wouldn't, together. I mean, I don't think we have blowouts. I think there's times where we butt heads, but we also both Charlie seems know. like a much more chill personality than either of you or I. <laughs> both of them are like, you know, I love him and he loves him. You know, they're like, well, fuck you. Like, fuck you. Uh, on this episode, fuck you, no fuck you. <laughs> I would say probably the most stressed we get is when we're working on a project and and you know we're button heads over timelines and that kind of right. stuff because i tend to be like let's just do it and he's and like let's just you know let's think about it let's come i want to think about that guitar right. part and i'm like well, we so need you, a guitar part you want it to be the best it's ever going to be but if you'd never reach that i mean you could just keep turning and turning and turning for years on the same thing so you have to reach a point where you go this is this is, this is the kind excellent be. Yeah. right this is excellent it's maybe not what it could be if we waited another year but if we wait another year then we're not helping anybody well that, that's so funny you say that because renee and i go through that i'm the hey let's finish it and move on thank you, you oh my know. god he flies by the seat of his pants though and renee's the it's not perfect whoa, 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 whoa. and i want it to be perfect and <laughs> yeah. there's a line right and i'm like look i got things to do Thank you. Like, let's go. Right. I think this table just got. We will do perfect, and they can do project. No. Um, but but not not to get um, serious for a minute. But not only are you doing this wonderful charity, you guys went through something with your son. We did recently so that did. that really shook all of us. Absolutely, yeah. And, and it was so cool to go over yesterday and to see him super alert tell us a little bit about what you guys have been through in the past few weeks well about a month ago he was um he's 18 just turned 19 but um you know typical 18 year old kid just thinks he knows everything and you know just nothing's bad gonna, nothing's gonna happen to him but i got in a motorcycle accident real bad motorcycle accident broke um broke his femur right femur right hand um left clavicle, left wrist, got road rash all down the side. And then um, they, they went to do, um, right after the accident, they went to put a rod in, in the femur because it was just shattered so badly. So they, um, they did that and he came out of surgery and um, never woke up. Yeah. I forgot to, I also broke and dislocated the uh, right elbow. So yeah. went into a coma. Um, nobody could figure out why because it seemed like you know he was okay. It turns out that when you have a bad like a big long bone break like that you have the marrow you know inside the bone and the fat basically gets in your bloodstream and can go up and clog uh, vessels in your brain yeah. so that's what was causing the coma but you know he he's come out of it he's at home now um, it's it's one of those things for me and and you know since we've had we have kids now it's like um, I, I didn't even know what to say yeah. that you know when we found out you just go like all I could say is, hey, we're here. I mean, you know. And y'all, they brought us, they brought us tacos. Y'all right. did that. And I mean, tacos. Like, um, but say no more, good. right? <laughs> but, but, you know, you, you just don't know what to say, you know? And it's, um, I think the, in those moments, like, I mean, because we probably all come across that, like, it's not necessarily about what you say. It's about being there for people. Like, because right. we, we talk about that, like, with what we do is like, you know, it's the ministry of presence, like being with people that like, no one's going to remember what you say. 
right? In those moments, nobody's going to remember what you say, but they're going to remember, hey, like, I remember that Steve and Renee stopped by. I and they were tacos. like, right, and they checked on us. Like, <laughs> well, and, and my thing is because I love dogs, I was like, I'll help with the dog. Like, what can, like, what can I do? Yeah. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll help with the dogs, we'll bring yeah. food. I mean, what can we do? So, you know, to walk into your house yesterday and to see yourself with his girlfriend, of course. Yeah, of course. And, and by his the way, yeah, nurse, she's probably going to fall in love with him more. Because what do they call that? The uh, uh, Florence Nightingale, I think. Yeah, yeah like something like that. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I'm here taking care of him. Yeah. <laughs> but some of the time. So we'd be, yeah. in the, we'd be in the hospital, just so you know, and I'm trying to be mom and helpful and all that. And she would she would ask him the same question, you know, do you need anything? And he's, you know, he's half in and out of coma. And he'd be like, you know, he did this one. Like, I got nothing. I got nothing. Like mom's oh, right here. Yeah. I got nothing. Oh, so. yeah. So ultimate, ultimately, you know, Renee and I started doing um, the pie challenge. Now, last year, Sonia um, in uh, San Diego, she had dealt with finding the baker. We just delivered the money. She delivered the 220-something pies to Pendleton. And then this year, we wanted to do it in our backyard, because San Antonio is a military city. Yeah. And so I called Charlie up, and or, or how did it, I remember? You called me uh, like two days ago. I mean, and I missed yesterday. the call. Yeah, oh, we missed the call. Yeah, because we knew we were raising these pies, and we were trying to find a contact to figure out what was going to be the pies. best place to deliver them, who was going to need them, and be accepting of them. So then I called Charlie up, and <laughs> I go, hey, dude, I got 200 pies. I don't know where to take them and then take it from here. So, I mean, it's crazy because we had woke up that morning. So last week we had uh, someone at Lackland Air Force Base reach out to us and they're like, hey, you know, we've got about 500 people that need Thanksgiving meal and we've done these barbecues for them. They're like, so can you help? And we're like- Two weeks before Thanksgiving. Right, we're like, yeah. well, there's a sure. turkey shortage. We're like, sure, for, right. sure. And yeah. I mean, we're not gonna say no <laughs> because roll. we love these people. I mean, like, this is like who we care about. So we're like, we'll figure it out right and so we had a friend who's like well i'll reach out to somebody here and i'll reach out to somebody here and we set up like a sign up genius we've got people making mashed potatoes green beans awesome. stuffing like rolls i mean people are like i want to help right you know and well, and i think too it's important to know san antonio for 45 years i think has had a tradition operation home cooking is what it's called where they take trainees into their home and and for thanksgiving meal and with covid they, went out they, can't do it. Do it. they didn't do it at all last year and they're doing it in a, to a small degree this year but there's all these troops left over that just are there that are hanging out on the base don't well, have any and so this is a way for the community i feel san antonio to be like hey yeah, this let's is who this. we are like so we got well, like sally making her mashed potatoes and, oh, you know, like, but let, let's let's talk a little bit about what you know what really tripped me out these yeah. aren't your everyday recruits is that what they're called no, right, yeah, so yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. trainees. These yeah. are not your everyday trainees, these are. Right, so this is, I mean, we're going to be doing it specifically, about half of them are going to be coming from um, what's called Echo Company, and these are guys who are not American citizens, and their path to citizenship is serving our country. So they like, they care so much that that's what they're doing. Um, and so they're like, from all over the world. Um, yeah, and we get to. I mean, it's crazy. I know someone was asking me when they said, "Where are they from? Are they all? Are they from Mexico?" I said, "No, I think they're, they're all, from they're, all, all over, over the world. All yeah. over the world. All over and the they world. Are, they are. I mean, I have so much respect for these men and women. They are. They want to become American citizens. They, you know, they've signed up to serve this country. Um, and defend us and our freedom. And they and so they are going and they they don't speak English. So they're at Lackland learning English 
doing their version of basic training. You know, and, and um, we're, we're at a point so. now in our country where, you know, obviously there's a line in the sand and people are so left or so right and, 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 and people have really picked a team. And, I was just about to know. chime in and say this is not political at all. Well, no, no, no but when it comes, what, what I'm saying like, is when it comes to immigration, there's really two sides of the story. But right here, I don't see how anybody, anybody can have a problem with a immigrant coming to our country, signing up to serve our country, and not to mention Thanksgiving being an American holiday. Right, I mean, yeah. yeah. We, are, we, we have That's what like, gave me chills right? when, when Steve was talking We're about We're introducing it. them yeah. to their first Thanksgiving. Absolutely. And you're right, you do feel like they signed up to serve our country. This is our duty to find right. a way to feed them. On and, and not only that, and I'm gonna get emotional, but not only that, talk about something to be thankful for. They came from a country and they came to our country and if they serve our country the way they're supposed to, they're gonna be American citizens. Talk about something to be grateful oh. for yeah. and thankful for because we forget that at the end of the day, Thanksgiving's not about turkey or pies or, it's about family and it's about being thankful for the fact that, and I talk about this in my show now, we have lost touch with what the American dream is. Sure. It's not mansions, it's not you know Corvettes, it's not a, being a TikTok star. It's the ability to feed your family and put a roof over their head. Yeah, absolutely. And that's all that these people come here for, and they're gonna serve our country to earn it. And I don't care who you are, you can't ask for a more special thing. I agree, yeah. I agree. Another about um, roughly half are uh, men and women that are there, Air Force, Navy, and Marines that are becoming um, special forces. So basically the cops of the military, uh, the dog handlers, so they've completed their basic training. They're pretty fresh out of basic and they're, they're on the next tier now. So another just wow. epic group of men and women that, you know. Um, well, we do have to kick you out because we have I a, a it's so okay. We have a, I know you're Air Force, but we do have a Navy man here that we're gonna meet. <laughs> but um, I have a very special surprise for you guys. Um, me and my team at Helicopters for Heroes, we know you have to cook 50 turkeys. Well, we wanna cook 10 of those and we wanna donate 10 turkeys. That's awesome. So not only are Renee and I and the family that we have that listen to the podcast um, are donating the 200 pies from Shake and Bake Bakery, oh, uh, us at Helicopters for oh. Heroes are going to do 10 turkeys for you guys. Take those off your plates. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, kind of speechless. <laughs> well, I'm talking to them yesterday, Renee, uh -huh. and I go, so you got to make 50 turkeys, huh? How the fuck are you gonna do that? She's so like, we got two ovens. You could fit one. We're gonna do like three fryers. And we've got some. I mean, we've got you know. Uh, well, so now you're down to forty. Well, that's uh, so. You have no idea, like. We're. Thank you. That's, we're so proud to be uh, a part of this, and and the fact again, the fact that we're neighbors. The yeah. fact that we've become friends the way that we have, the, the fact that we both have the same passion. When we, when we started the pie you know, challenge, we had no idea that you guys were going to need to feed <laughs> right. this many people for Thanksgiving. We, we had no like, idea. We found out last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, no, y'all, this is a blessing. Thank you. And we're so excited. Well, thank you for coming on and doing this so that everyone who bought those pies can kind of see how it's all yeah. how it's all playing out. Cool and, for them and, we're going to we take pictures, pictures and video. Yeah. And, I mean, because... Like everything that the, that these people have done, it's like it's cool to see what they're doing. It, it really is, and and again, you know, I don't think anybody anybody can complain about the fact that these people have come to our country and are earning their citizenship through sacrificing possibly their life. No, and yeah. people don't realize that. Yeah, you know, 
uh, awesome. Yeah. Well, thank we, you guys. We thank love you, you guys so you. much, and we're so excited. Yeah. So. We are too. And now it's we gonna be a good Thanksgiving. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it has. And then, and then, Rick, if we could. Um, we will try to get their organization and maybe put a little um, a bug or a lower third. So I, I just like I've turned into such a big puss, man. I, I'm such an uh, emotional guy, you know. When it comes to kids and veterans, and you know, when all of this worked out the way it did, it's like, oh, are you kidding me? Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. You know. So very excited. We we are excited about things. So thank you for your help. Thank everyone who bought pies. Oh my God! Yeah, all the thank family out for... there. Look what you did. You know, That's I really mean, cool. look what we all did. And you know, we hope to continue the tradition. I'm probably gonna get a pie in the face, but uh, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> but it's worth it. But and listen, I'm... if you haven't bought a pie yet, there's still time to buy a pie for Team Renee. Just yes, there it. is. Steve. Just say it. Uh, but we're very excited because we are having our family over for Thanksgiving here at the house. And we're very excited to host Thanksgiving. And for me, Thanksgiving has always been like a really fun holiday where I really feel like Thanksgiving more so than Christmas is a breaks. Mm -hmm. Everything stops. Everything slows and down. And you watch football. You sit, you eat, you watch football, right? We always play cards or yes. a game at night. Yes. And it's just you know, really, really family time. Um, last week I was in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. Had a wonderful time with the fans. Um, the club is fantastic. Uh, the city itself where, mm -hmm. where we were downtown was kind of sad. Yeah. It's kind of sad. But. Just people not out and about? There's nothing downtown. You know, I mean, empty buildings, um, empty storefronts. I mean, COVID took out a lot of businesses, I'd imagine. I mean, you know, we, we like to walk to get something for lunch. Yeah. I had, my, I had two options. A really cool sandwich place, which was awesome. Uh -huh. And then my other option, are you ready for this? McDonald's. Wong Gonzalez. W-O-N-G. Uh-huh. Wong Gonzalez. I like it. And it was a Mexican. I was say, what kind of food is it? Is it a Mexican-Asian fusion? <laughs> Dude, Mexican-Asian fusion. Which sounds kind of cool, actually. What did you eat? I didn't eat there. <laughs> I was I'm like, I'm like, first of all, I'm in Richmond, Virginia. I don't think the Mexican food's good. Yeah. Right? And then why would I think Mexican and Chinese together would be good? I so, guess that's true. I'm, and I mean, no offense to Juan Gonzalez. I don't want to get an email from them. <laughs> But I did not try it, so I cannot tell you if Juan Gonzalez downtown Richmond is good. I can't tell you, but it was weird. Yeah. And I didn't do it. But um, we are excited today. We are leaving. We're going as to a, Florida. As a family. We're traveling again as a family. It's been so long. I feel like, well, the last was the last time we traveled with Delilah Snowmageddon? I think so. Right? I think so. When it was, so it's um, been a while. It's been a long while. And, and um, I wish we weren't traveling with bottles. I wish I had weaned her off the bottles. I know. We got to go through because the Because that I remember that makes it so much easier when you don't have to deal yeah, with bottles. Yeah, you just cruise through. Yeah. But we're, we're excited about it. By the way, if you're listening to this podcast, there might still be tickets available at Dania Point. Uh-huh. And then we have San Antonio, Texas for two weeks. And then Vegas. I can't wait. Get your tickets at the Mirage, stevetrevino.com. And then there's like, there's a lot other good cities coming up too. Marco Island, New York City, which I am very, very excited about. Yep, the new, the NYC, people keep asking, when are you coming to New York City? It's well, happening. here we are, the Palladium Theater. Times Square. Times Square. 
Times Square. Very excited about it. I, I just, I cannot get over how fast this year went by. Yeah. I mean, I, I you don't, know. don't do that. It's not over yet. Like, uh, 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 I mean, I'm, it's Thanksgiving I'm, next I'm week. In, I know, but I'm living in Thanksgiving and I'm going to relish in Christmas. Don't do that. Well, we will see, but <laughs> <laughs> we went to Goliad yesterday cause we finally got our building. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Goliad, Goliad. And I, I went down, well, Renee and I went down there, get some pictures, have lunch. I haven't posted them, but I'll have to, I'll have to share them. I just, there's so many, when I was there and walking around the missions and the forts and even the downtown square, like, gosh, there's just, so, I love old things and there's so many That's old why you like me. things. It's true. But we, we, uh, I wanted to go down there and, and help Timmy out with some, you know, yard work, yeah. tree trimming. You know, I've always said this and, and going back to us talking about real estate, I don't spend money on things I can do myself. You know, well, I, eventually you, you run out of time, Steve Trevino. Well, you know, I, I, I again, then you have to balance that. You have yeah. to decide, you know, is it worth my time? Is it worth right. versus the money? But, you know, we have this huge, huge tree on the property. And, you know, Timmy comes back to me and goes, well, they want $2,200 to trim this tree. And I'm like, no. So, you know, to maximize your profits, to maximize mm -hmm. your property, me personally, if I can do it myself, I do it myself. Yeah. And then I hire the skilled labor. Yes. The electrician, the plumber, right? The um the the floater, the one that comes in to float the 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 walls. You're looking at you me know, like but, I know what that is. But you know, painting, yeah, you know, demolition, cleaning up, yeah. um, trees, I can build a fence, you know, all the things that I can do myself. Yeah. I try to do myself and I invest that time into the property so that I'm not putting out constantly. Like, I mean, if I, if I hired the guy for the trees, well, mm -hmm. that's 2,200 bucks. And then we're gonna put crushed granite underneath that tree. Well, now you're talking about another 1,500 to 2,000 bucks. And then it just kind of adds up. up. And if, if me and Timmy and Kyle and my team can do it, yeah. we do it. You know, so that we're not having to put out all that extra money. But we're super excited about this project. I am. You. I mean, you finally got excited. No, I've been. I have been excited. It's just the logistics of us being able to spend as much time as we can in Goliad to do it. But it's the coolest city, like stuck back in time. The most gorgeous courthouse and really cool town square. But even our building, like the building, has the old plaque with the builders, the architects' initials in it, it's and awesome. the year it was born, like eighteen thirty so, or eighteen fifty something. So we get there and and we reach out. By the way, Goliad is just. Please go visit Goliad. Um, there's so much to do there. Two missions, a fort, you, a river, you know what? a state I thought, park. You kept saying it's like a day trip. I tried to visit the the square and the fort and the mission and the beautiful state park, you can camp there, and there's a river and you can go canoeing. It's, yes, you can do it in one day, but it's definitely a place you can spend. Well, and not only day. that, like everything's become so maxed out, right? You go you go to green, it's freaking packed. Oh, you're dealing right? with crowds. The crowds and, and the service. And the sidewalks are you know, cool. You, you wanna go see the Alamo, well, that's good luck, right? Yeah. There's people everywhere. Man, you walk into these places in Goliad, and the curators can't wait to talk to you. Yes. Everyone wanted to talk to me. And yeah. everybody's giving you info. So much info. Details. So we get there. And they're Texas State Parks. So they're yeah. like, 
they're phenomenal. They're in it's great. Amazing. Yeah. Well, so, you know, Big Daddy's over there in his work boots. I got my work shirt. I got my work hat on. I'm ready to work. Looking like Speedy Gonzalez. I don't know why when why? you're dressed like that, you remind me of Speedy Gonzalez, the cowboy hat turned up. Well, Speedy Gonzalez. I'm not even that fast. Maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe I used to say Yosemite Sam. My biscuits are running, but. Uh, that was when you just had the mustache. <laughs> so I was, I was geared up, ready to get to work. And then all of a sudden, um, somebody from Goliad, the city, uh-huh. comes over and we're talking to her and she's so nice and friendly. And, and then all of a sudden, the guy that curates the, the museum, uh-huh. he comes over and we're just chatting it up and chewing the fat. And I'm like, all right, like I got, I got a tree to trim, you know? <laughs> so finally, I pawned them off on Renee and I think you made oh, an no. impression. I was happy to be, I was happy. So there is a museum and it's the old firehouse. Like again, another original building and the city has managed to maintain it. Um, and I don't know where they acquired all of their stuff, but it's full of old treasures and antiques and history from the city. And, and the curator was like, and the curator I'll was open saying, it right now. It was, yeah, it was closed on Mondays. And I was like, oh my God, we're here on Monday, the day it's closed. And he goes, I have a key, I'll open it for you. We can walk around. So I got like a personal tour of this museum. I got to see an old, like what the original x-ray machine looks like. And he was like, I'd love to move it to a different section. He goes, but it's so heavy. He's like, I'm gonna need so many men to move this x-ray machine. But that was trippy to see like what the original, what an original x-ray machine looked but, like. But I mean, you just walk through that downtown and it is really a town that time forgot. And it's still, yeah, it feels <clears> like time has stood still there. And, and that was my goal, you know, when I was talking to him, I go, guys, we gotta get better photographs of this town square. We gotta, we gotta make a better Instagram. We've gotta, we gotta show people yeah. how beautiful this little town is and and hopefully you know those of you that that live in texas or you plan on visiting texas man goliad is a gold mine yeah of a great couple days yeah i mean it's beautiful the people are friendly. we still haven't canoed down the river which i want to do i think that would be fun to do with garrett um garrett keeps saying he wants to go camping the camping grounds are beautiful there so i think we need to do like a kid show people that there's a kid-friendly version of goliad too not just like antique shopping and old people yes um and then moving on because we don't want to we don't want to keep you guys too long i um when i first started dating renee renee's little sister um and her grandfather were the only ones that liked me um (laughs) and i i this you know rebecca was very young when i met her and i i just have a special place in my heart for Rebecca, yeah, you your sister. Said that. Um, and, and that's what makes this Thanksgiving also really special because gosh, we've all gone through so much in our lives and so much has changed over the years. Thanksgiving and, and Christmas were so weird for everyone last you know, year. Well, and, and you know, Rebecca went to UTSA, which is doing a phenomenal in um, football right now. And she fell in love with the kicker. Uh-huh. Sean and we all fell in love with Sean you know um, after college Sean decided to join the Navy as an officer which again you know makes me so proud yeah. you know that I have a brother-in-law that's that's serving our country and he, he really has become kind of like the quintessential poster <laughs> marine I mean uh, uh, if Navy there was a recruiting Sean and his dress whites. You well, know, so then when tall. you when you guys did um, say yes to the dress, uh-huh. and 
Sean's in his Sean's six foot four. He's yes. in his he's full dress. My sister was on say yes to the dress. You used to have a joke about it, but yeah. for people who don't know, my sister was on say yes to the dress with Sean. They did um, someone to represent each country or each state in the U.S. and they represented Hawaii and they had a big ceremony in Central Park. And then afterwards, Becca and Sean were walking around Times Square, her and her wedding People dress. People were losing their and minds. And him in his dress whites. And it was just like kind of that iconic image where the soldier dips the girl, yes. you know? It was totally one of those, but like in the middle of Times Square. Well, let's get him in here. Sean okay. and Rebecca, come on in here. You guys come in. They're coming in. There they are. Um, so this is Miss Rebecca, Renee's sister. You guys sister. have a seat. Rebecca, sit by me. And uh, Sean, you can sit by, by my wife. You look so um, pretty. Thank you. So do you. I, I got to say, Sean, it must be nice to not have to shave the stubble. Yes. For a few days. <laughs> we're going to clean it up when we go do the uh, stuff. I'm going to take this. Yes. Well, and that's another great thing that, that you know, having Sean and Rebecca here, they're like, we're going with you to deliver pies. So we're super excited about it. Um, I think what Renee and I wanted to talk about mostly is, you know, the sacrifice that you made to sign up in the Navy and to find yourself in Hawaii. Rebecca, how, how was that? Like, do people truly understand the sacrifice? It was tough at first, especially since we had just gotten married. Um, That's right. It was literally, we, we went to their wedding, and then like a day or two later, you guys left for Hawaii. Like mm -hmm. you were packed up. Had your stuff already been shipped when you got married? Yes, it was already over there because he had been over there for about six months before we had gotten married. Oh, that's right, and you were still working. Yeah, I so there's always a lot of time apart, and Hawaii was new for me. It's the furthest I had been away from our family. And then, you know, he's going out on a ship and leaving one, two months at a time. It's not too long, but, you know, just getting married, me in a new place, it was, it was tough. But, but the, and then what the shitty part is, Renee and I are working on, we, ha we had a date. There was, we had a show planned in to Hawaii, Hawaii in May. So that yes. we could visit you guys. We wanted y'all to come out there so bad. Oh, man, yeah. we wanted to go out so bad. And then all of a sudden, boom, coronavirus hits. I know. What's Sean doing on the boat? What are you doing at home? <laughs> Yeah, so that started like three months after Rebecca got there. So like we didn't get to do the kind of stuff we want to do, where it's like island hopping or having more family come visit. Uh, so kind of limited what what we could do off island, what people could come. Well, visit in Hawaii's us COVID rules were so strict. They were one of the strictest in the country. At one point, they were not even letting groups of people on the beach. There was drones flying around telling people to get off the beach. It was pretty intense. How do they talk through the drones? They talk to the drones? They talk through the drones at the people. Holy like, get crap. off the beach. Speakers on them. Yeah. yeah. So now you're in Hawaii, you're on the boat when you need to be on the boat, and Becca, you, well, you were working, right? I was working, yeah. Um, so my company was really good. They kept all of their employees. They didn't cut anybody's pay, and we just kind of we just followed the rules. Um, at one point I was working 20 hours telehealth, so 20 hours from home, and then 20 hours in the clinic, and we were just making it work. So. Holy moly, dude. I, I, <laughs> Renee and I would call you, and, and did, did you think that, you know, because at, at one point, you know, with our group text with the family, mm -hmm. the, the opinions of coronavirus were so different. Were, were, oh, uh, yeah, because how we felt about it here in Texas was very different than how you felt about it in Hawaii. I mean, I get it, you're on an island, so there's the chance for it not to get there. Right, but two, also you have to think about the resources there are really limited. If there was, you know, an outbreak there, like there is here, we don't have the resources to handle it over there. So the hospitals, the hospitals yeah. you know, things like that. Yeah, yeah. So you could have an entire island 
completely sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what do you do? Where do you go? Right. right. Um, how many years did you guys do in Hawaii? Was it two? Uh, I was there for about two and a half. She was there about two. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And now where are we going? Japan. Sasebo. <laughs> yeah. Off to Japan. But, but I, Becca, it's been interesting because I felt like there were moments where you were like, fuck this shit. I want out. <laughs> this sucks. And then there's moments that you're like, oh my God, I love my time in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. I, I never, I don't. In the beginning, when I first got there, like I said, it was tough, but it grew on me so much. And now I'm like, I call it Hawaii homesick. I'm Hawaii homesick. I miss my friends. I miss my job. Everybody there was just awesome. And the things you can do there, like it's right up my alley. I like to surf. I like to hike. I like to do all of those things. Well, so. and what's crazy too is, is it, we all, again, talking about sacrifice and, and the sacrifice that, that when you marry a man who's in the military, mm-hmm. boom, you get in Hawaii. It's awesome. You finally make friends. Yeah. And then you leave. <laughs> and then it's time to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And w- what's the plan in Japan? How many years? What are we doing? Are we going to visit, Renee? Y'all better visit this <laughs> well, time. Well, my, <laughs> my hope is that you're there for how long? 18 months, for sure. Yeah. We don't eight, know after 18 that. months. Yeah. And so that puts Garrett at about eight years old. And so I said, oh yeah, I guess so, shoot. So I, I, you know, Steve always talks about how he hates to travel. So I made a comment and said, maybe towards the end of your time, Garrett and I would go with his eighth birthday. And Steve right away goes, what? I'm not invited. And I said, (laughs) oh, look who likes to travel now. Are there anybody that that you you know going to be out there? So um, at my, at the clinic I was working at in Hawaii, there was um, a Japanese woman there, Mari. And she just moved back with her family to Japan. So she doesn't live near Sasebo, but you know you have the bullet train, and I'm still in contact with her. So she's offered to show me around. And, and Raina, Steve's our niece, is also oh, in Japan, right. a different part of Japan, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty far from you guys. It's a big country. But and then where's her? Where's her fiance gonna be? He's, he's in, in Japan too. Yeah, but he. I don't know if he's gonna be close to these to Sean and Rebecca, but I think he might be closer to Sean and Rebecca than he and Raina are to each other if I remember correctly. So then how long are you gonna be on the boat out of those 18 months? Well, so I'm going to a minesweeper, so it's uh, not as much time underway as my last ship. I got super lucky with my last ship too. I didn't, I didn't get to deploy. Uh, we led all the way up to deployment, and then as soon as I left, they deployed. The most time I spent away from home uh, on the first ship was about two months. Uh, minesweepers, they don't go out for very long. Uh, when they do, uh, yeah, the sea state's too bad. They're small ships, so uh, they can't be out for very long in general. But if sea state's too bad, they can't go out at all. Uh, so I think we're getting pretty lucky there too. But uh, even if we do have like a deployment, it's gonna be a lot of time uh, in, in different ports and a lot of time going back to Sasebo. So uh, I think I'll have a good amount of time at home to this store too. So well, I'll be I, lucky again. I just can't believe how much time has flown by. Like. I'm talking to, to Sean, and he's like, I have 18 months left in, on my contract. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Or shit. even just right now, when I said Garrett will be eight, maybe we'll go for his eighth birthday. You were like, what? <laughs> yeah, holy crap. Yeah. So, no, not career. I don't know yet. You don't know yet. If I can do it, I would like to. Yeah. Because the benefits and, and uh, you know, the work-life balance gets better as you go along. Um, I feel like the lifestyle's kind of grown on us, honestly. I find myself getting like antsy when we're in one place for too long. I'm like, okay, let's now go to the going? next one. <laughs> yeah. but, but that happened for us, you know. Well, but I always talk about and, and even with our apartments in LA, you would be like, hey, you want to start looking for another apartment? <laughs> 
Yeah, but you know, we, you know, Becca, we talk about Renee all the time, and, and at one point, Renee didn't realize, Renee would do drama tournaments every single weekend. Yeah, I was a drama nerd. So, I remember that. Every weekend. I was used to being in a different city. She was in a different city anyway. Yeah. So my lifestyle was perfect she was for yeah. something that she was yeah. already used to. And then and then with your job, now you're doing telehealth. So by the way, mm-hmm. very proud of Miss Rebecca here. She is um, a doctor in physical therapy. Mm-hmm. And uh, now she is the official, what do I do when this happens? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I get that a lot. <laughs> um, but uh, tell us a little bit about your, your um, health journey because you know, Renee and I are constantly battling trying to get to get that next, well, get to that next <laughs> level of being fit. Yeah. If you were to give us some advice as to what helped you guys turn the corner. Yeah, so when we were in undergrad, I guess I gained like the freshman fifteen, right? I was weighing fifteen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe it was a little more than that, I don't know. Um, but I just got really into running and that's kind of what started it all. And I started seeing like gradual results and as the journey went on, then I was like, okay, let me try to start lifting weights. I didn't know what to do in the gym. I just would pull up a workout on Pinterest and start following it. And then I went to a physical therapy school. And of course, the people surrounding me, they were really into fitness. So that kind of drove me a little more to get more into it. And then I started um, bikini bodybuilding. I did that for a little bit. And you know, the knowledge that I've just gained from learning through that and learning through my career, um, I mean, it's kind of a lifestyle now, right? I work out six times a week and Sean will come work out with me. And um, it, once once you make it part of your lifestyle, it's easy. It's the first thing I do in the morning and you get it done and you continue on with your day. <laughs> yeah, but it's been, I mean, you know, I've got to watch the entire journey because I've known you for so long. I mean, it's been, you know, I really feel like there was a moment where it was like, I want to get back into shape. Then I want to get in crazy shape. <laughs> now I just want to maintain. Right. Like, yeah, I'm, no, that, that, I mean, that's what it is. You can't stay in crazy shape all the time. You can't stay in bodybuilding shape all the time. It's unrealistic. Um, so, yeah. Well, no, what's your Instagram so people can see her bodybuilding shape? My Instagram is Rebecca K. Smith. Rebecca K. Smith. And uh, we didn't change it to Ayano. Um, and then, Sean, what's yours? Sean Ayano. That's it. Um, well, guys, follow them on, on Instagram. Follow their journey as they continue going to Japan. And, and we are going to take a bunch of pictures um, next week as we all go together to feed, help help feed. Yes. You know, I felt bad because Charlie, Charlie was, I go, so I go, so Thanksgiving, you guys are feeding people. And he was like, yeah. I go, yeah, we're not doing that. I go, I go I'm never home. I want to be home with the family. But we are going to deliver pies uh, and, and cookies, ten turkeys, and ten turkeys, um, and coffee, and coffee from Old Salt Coffee. So we love you guys. Thank you for all your help. We're doing wonderful things because of you guys, and there is no us without you. And I'm glad that you have continued to ride this ride with me and Renee, yes. and meet our family. Uh, you've met who have they met so far? They They've now met Rebecca. Yes, and they met Daddy Raymond and Mama, Mama Mia. Mia. They've met Miss Dora. Dora. I think that might be it. No, Grandpa Joe. No, Grandpa Joe yet. I know. I'm a little, I'm a little afraid to have Grandpa Joe on the podcast. Yeah, that would be very entertaining. You know what? Maybe for Father's Day in 2022. Because yeah, the podcast is going to go on into 2022. It'll match his speech at our wedding. Life is hard. <laughs> you think this shit is special? It's not. Maybe for Father's Day or Memorial Day or something since he's a vet too. And we, we have to have a father-son episode. We haven't had Victoria? No, we've never had your My sister. My sister Lisa? No. Wow. 
All right, well, there's so many more of the characters. Oh, Timmy, they haven't met Timmy. They met Betty. They met behind the scenes Betty. They haven't met road manager Timmy. And they haven't met road manager Kyle. No. And nobody wants to meet Rick. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> wants to meet Rick. They all want to know what Rick they looks like. They all want like. to see what he looks like. <laughs> Rick, Rick looks like that big shaggy dog with the hair in its face. <laughs> That's what Rick looks like. One day, Rick will make an awesome Santa Claus. Rick is the Rick is a lot like me in the fact that he should not have married the woman he married. <laughs> Rick must have game. That's our show. Thank you so much. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Bye.